Hello, Roadrunner fans. This is JJ Perez from Inside Runner Sports, and welcome to another episode of my 13 Questions podcast, where I sit down and talk with UTSA players throughout the 2022 football season and ask them the same 13 questions. We are in week two of the 2022 football season. The Roadrunners are 0-1, coming off a tough loss to the Houston Cougars in week one. Uh, Pretty good showing for the Roadrunners there. And obviously, it's not the outcome they wanted. And I think just the overall vibe with the team and the players this week is they were not satisfied with any moral victories. And they kind of felt like they should have won that game. And you know that's it they're probably right there but at the same time it's you know you go to toe to toe with the top 25 team in the nation and you know you just gotta see whatever mistakes you made try and clean them up and you know move on it's a long season this non-conference schedule is brutal for the roadrunners and you know they just gotta get through it so uh the conference schedule once that starts is obviously the biggest thing this season so i mean they just got to keep plugging away so i will see how the roadrunners respond this weekend at west point against a really good and tough army team it's always a unique challenge playing that option base offense you got to stay disciplined and whatnot and you know it's just so different than anything else you see and we'll see how the roadrunners respond um again thanks to everybody who's listened to this podcast last week we had two guests offensive coordinator will stein and defensive coordinator jess lepp you guys can check that out search the irs pod in all the major platforms that have podcasts you guys should be able to find it appreciate all the feedback and everything so um thanks again to everybody who's listened uh today we're sitting down with senior linebacker outside linebacker dadrian taylor uh aka day day uh one of the leaders of the defense a single digit guy uh day day decided to come back for his super senior year um kind of one of the more vocal leaders on the defense and on the team overall so uh we'll talk to day day about the 13 questions and you know get some of his answers Appreciate Day Day taking the time. UTSA outside linebacker, Dadrian Taylor on the 13 Questions Podcast. JJ Perez here with the 13 Questions Podcast. Day Day, this is a new podcast I started where I'm asking UTSA football players 13 questions throughout the year, but it's the same 13 questions. So we get everybody's answer to, you know, different questions, just trying to learn a little bit more about the guys on the team. So. You're ready? We'll get started. Let's do it. Question number one. What is your policy on naps? Naps? Um, it can't be less than 30 minutes, but it can't be longer than an hour and a half. Yeah. I feel like right right at an hour, that's the perfect time. Like, you know what I'm saying? Because it's not too much, but it's like, okay, I need that. I, you, I, I, I could do the rest of the day now. So you get them in. You get in a nap? Oh, for sure. I, yeah. just, I took a nap before I came in. <laughs> oh, that, that's right awesome. At, right after practice. Yeah. So speaking of sleeping, question number two. How often do you have dreams about football? And then what was your last dream about? Um, I say at least three, four times a week. I mean, I, I dreamed about football last night just, just thinking about practice and especially game one. I was just, I'm just i thinking about that every day. So I had a dream about Houston last night. Really? Wow, yeah. that's awesome. What, what was it about? Anything specific? Just or visualizing just... myself making plays, just tackles, sacks, you know what I'm saying? Stuff like that, just 
You know what I'm saying? Trying to uh, visualize myself, make as many plays as possible. So I know your brother plays on the team, but not including him, this next question, who inside of UTSA football have you known the longest, and how did you meet? Um, Frank Harris. Yeah. And we met through the recruiting process, and mm-hmm. we were cool, like, maybe three, four months before we even got here. So when we got here, that second semester, we were roommates, and we were roommates for, like, two years, so... Frank was one. Of my, Frank still is one of my closest friends on the team. So. Yeah, you guys are roommates now, still, right? Uh, no, 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 we yeah. both. I'm a roommate with Donnie now. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I got you. Question number four: If you could pick one form of social media to use and drop all of the rest, which would it be and why? Um, that's a good one. Yeah. Uh, I'd probably say Instagram because yeah? Instagram. Uh, Instagram is it's the perfect medium, I feel like, because with Twitter, it's, it's a little too much sometimes. Yeah. Like, and So it's it's easy to see the wrong stuff on there and, and to get your mind thinking the wrong things. And But Instagram, like, most of the time people are promoting positivity and they're yeah. just trying yeah. to show you a better side of their life or, you know what I'm saying, show you the good. So I feel like Instagram is just the perfect. It's hard to block out a lot of that noise on social media, yeah, right? Yeah, it, it is, especially on Twitter because, like, yeah. Twitter lets anything go. So yeah. Let's get to the next question here. Number number five, you a big rap guy? Oh yeah, I love rap. Yeah, who who are the three greatest rappers of your generation? Lil Wayne is number one. Lil Wayne, sure. yeah. Um, my generation, Lil Wayne for sure is number one. And um, I mean, you go old school if you want. I don't know what kind of. Now, honestly, uh, I'm gonna just stay new school. And and this is a person who I really didn't like at first, but like his music is good, and I can't deny it. But Drake, he's Drake, up there. Yeah, yeah Drake is yeah. up there. A lot of mixed reactions with Drake. Yeah, exactly. Though I, I didn't really like his music <laughs> at first, but I was like, okay, it's hard to deny it. So you know, what I'm saying I'm a fan now. Yeah. And then number three, that's that's a hard, that's a hard one. Um, Kevin Gates. Since I heard Kevin Gates' mm-hmm. first song, I've, I've been a big fan of him, and I just. I just like the way he carries himself. So got you. Big got you. Question number seven is a, a custom question for me to you. Last year, you decided to make the decision to come back to mm-hmm. this team when you could have moved on. Why, why, why did you do that? Just wanted to run it back with your guys one more time? Uh, yeah, really. Uh, and um, just seeing last year, like, you know what I'm saying? We talked about the undefeated season. We wanted the undefeated season. And, uh, it was a lot of people who thought we were going to lose about four or five games. And yeah. just to see us come together and really believe it. And, like, when we were down so many games, we were met down Memphis. We came back and beat them. We were down in Illinois. We came back and beat them. And it's just, like, seeing all that and, um, you know what I'm saying, getting getting a chance to do that again, especially with my little brother one more time. Yeah. So, yeah, that was that really meant a lot to me. And that, that, uh, that played a big factor into me coming back. Too. Are you a big basketball guy? Yeah, I like basketball. So tell me who your NBA GOAT is, Jordan, Kobe, or LeBron? Uh, I'm going to say LeBron. That's because I didn't really get to watch Jordan, even though I hear yeah. people say he was a, you know what I'm saying, a different animal. And Kobe Kobe got my respect, too, because Kobe was – and that was my mom's favorite player, so growing up I always watched Kobe. But it was something about LeBron. I just, like – I don't know. When he went to the Miami Heat, I felt like that was the best LeBron ever. And I feel like – I got you. You know what I'm saying? That's the GOAT, the Miami yeah. LeBron. He's, yep. Uh, a genie appears with for this question, question number nine of thirteen. I want you to think of celebrities, movie, anybody famous could be sports guy. Um, Jeff Trailer, mm-hmm. your position coach, 
and Ryan Philo. They're all out for one week. But you get to pick who replaces them. But the school says it has to be a celebrity so they can market it. So give me three celebrities you would pick for your head coach, your position coach, and your uh, strength and conditioning coach. Oh, that's crazy. Yeah. That's crazy. So head (laughs) coach, okay. We got to go crazy. Head coach, I'm going to get somebody like The Rock. The Rock. For sure. Yeah. He's going to bring that mentality off rip. So position coach, I don't want too much on my position (laughs) coach. So uh, let me see. It's probably going to be somebody funny. Yeah. But but got a good mind for football. So, like, oh, let me see. Let me see. Somebody like um, Ed Reed. Or Ed Reed, I, yeah. I like, you know what I'm yeah. saying? He's, he, he's smart. I just yeah. like the way he plays. That too. work. And, and then, then strength coach. Strength coach. James Harrison. James, James Harrison. Oh, yeah, that's Easy. a good one. Those are three good ones. All right. This is a kind of a going back in your life question. Uh, a genie appears and offers you the opportunity to go back to the beginning of your football career. You get to keep all the knowledge you've learned in your life till now. Would you go back? Uh, of course, of course. Uh, I feel like my senior year, um, things could have went different, but uh, I feel like I was so so in the mindset of becoming a rover already that I really didn't care how things ended, like my football career-wise and. I feel like I definitely feel like we uh we lost way ahead of the time we should have. Like we should have went way further that year. And that's one of my biggest regrets not going harder that year just cuz I was ready to get here, you know what I'm saying? I was ready yeah. to get away from the small town. Yeah. I was ready. I was just ready to get out of the uh the small town, get to the big city. So Yep, yep. I got you. It's a good answer there. Question number 11. What was your last lifestyle change or new habit that you're proud of? I'm proud of um, really becoming more of a vocal leader because um, I mean I feel like uh, some people lead with the way they do things and some people lead uh, like uh, Coach was telling me earlier some people are vocal leaders and some people aren't and I feel like um, over the years I've become more of a vocal leader but I feel like more than anything, my place speaks for itself. So I feel like my presence is felt more than, you know what I'm saying, me speaking. So that's something I'm trying to get better with, just public speaking and speaking to my teammates in mm-hmm. general. So I like to ask Coach Lepp to let me talk to his defense a lot and just, you know what I'm saying, after practice, give him some words, give him, you know what I'm saying, we did good, we, we could fix, we could do this better, you know what I'm saying, stuff like that. A lot of people don't realize how hard it is to stand up in front Very of a group hard. of guys to do oh, and God. do that. It's so nervous, even just the defense, like, yeah. and then, when Coach Taylor asks us to speak in front of the team, it's like, okay, that's a lot more people. So, yeah. you know what I'm saying? It really helps, though, because he puts us in those situations, you know what I'm saying? You got to get comfortable in awkward situations. So. Yep, yep, that's a good answer there. Question number 12, when you think about UTSA football five years from now, what are you most optimistic about and what worries you the most? Um, what worries me the most? Um, I just hope, what worries me the most is I hope we don't forget where we come from because, yeah. um, like I said, um, after this next year, the, that's that's going to be the last bunch of the guys who were, you know what I'm saying, in the old facility. So yeah. I just hope that uh, they don't forget where we come from. And remember, uh, like, the success we have is is not because of nothing. And uh, we worked hard because we just started, you know what I'm saying, uh, what, 11 years ago? Yeah. So we just, we, 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 we've been working hard to recruit. And uh, we brought in this new staff. And like I said, they're the best staff in America. They love us. And we love them. They take care of their players. And... Uh, 
you play well for them. You, yeah. And you know what I'm saying? The results are right there. You know what I'm saying? You can't deny that. And, w- and what are you most optimistic about? Like, what, do you, what are you looking forward to in the looking next five years? Looking forward to that American champion. I, I yeah. want that, that American Conference Championship. I want that a couple times for those boys because, like I said, it's it's a hard group of uh, working young men. And uh, especially the depth we have now, like the young guys we had last year, they're coming, you know what I'm saying, more seasoned. Even yeah. though they're still young guys, they're becoming more seasoned. So, like, it's crazy to think we were going to be five years from now. And, yeah. Uh, like I said, I can't wait. It's just, yeah, just in the time you've been here, the the, the short years here, it's, it's it's the campus has changed. Everything's changed. Change. Drastic change. That's what I was telling the fellas earlier. I was like, we can't forget where we came from. I was here when we went, like, what, three and eight, something like that. It was crazy. Like, and to go 12 and two, like, uh, you know what I'm saying? Don't just don't just think this comes easy. You yeah. you gotta work for it, and and that's that's living proof that you know what I'm saying we work for it, and we really, like I said, the staff came in here and and they showed us culture. They showed us what culture is, and that really changed like the whole whole mindset of a lot of people. Yeah, a lot of people. Yep, that's a good answer there. Question thirteen, the last one. It's a bonus question for me. I'm gonna. I you're from Shiner, small yes, South Texas town. What is it like growing up? And a small town like that coming to a big city and you know what does it mean to you know be able to look back on your college football career and all that you've accomplished you know being a little kid from from there um it's really crazy because um shiner like you said small town i graduated like 42 people so it's not often you see people get a full ride scholarship to you know what I'm saying, D1 university so when that happened for me it was just like um it, it was really amazing because, like, a lot of people who didn't talk to me started talking to me because, like, I felt like I made it for once, even though, you know what I'm saying, I really didn't. Yeah. I didn't do anything yet. I felt like I felt like I was somebody, and that just, like, that was very special for me because, like, I always wanted to do it. And, like, when they called me, because UTS was my first offer, too, so, like, when they called me and told me, it's just, like, I was like, so it's all going to be free? And he was like, yes. And I was like, wow, that's crazy. I got to go tell my mom. My mom started crying, so like that was that was so crazy for me. And then coming here and just being in the city, it showed me so much. Cause like uh, we lived in San Antonio maybe for a year or two when I was younger, but mm-hmm. I was a baby, so I yeah. didn't really remember it. So I definitely had some family down here already. So that was a good thing. And uh, just the city, I, I really love this city. Like I feel like even after everything, I might still live down here. Cause it's just like it's grown on me so much. And like I said, I just can't go back to the, the small town because yeah, yeah. I did that for so long. And it's like when I go back home, I see the babies. And then after that, I get bored. I'm yeah. like, yeah, I want to go back home. So like I said, this is home now. So I'm loving it here. All right. Thanks. Thanks to Day Day for taking the time there. We actually recorded that podcast in the preseason on uh, UTSA Media Day for local media in, here in San Antonio. Um I'm always interested to get the the answers to some of these questions from the guys that come from places you've rarely heard of. Like, I mean, Shiner's a small, small school in a town in South Texas. And it is, uh, I mean, it's kind of a different world from San Antonio and other places where you see guys from on the roster. And it's pretty unique that him and his brother are... Uh, both on the team to have you know one guy make division one is certainly a um, 
kind of an amazing feat f- from a from a town like China to have two guys is even kind of a big deal. So uh, it's, it's interesting to see, you know, the leader that Day Day has grown into as well. Um, again, one of the more vocal guys on the team. And uh, I think that shows in his play. He's developed into a really good outside linebacker for the Roadrunners. And, you know, kind of based on the way he played against Houston in week one, he seems to be poised for another big season for the Roadrunners. So, again, thanks again to Day Day for taking the time. Thanks to all you guys for listening to this podcast. Uh, we'll be back next week with a new episode of Guests to be determined. So thanks again for listening. Appreciate it, guys.